Hello there, and welcome to What You May Have Miffed, and this week we have a request. The finale of Series 4 was all about Ragnarok and the end of the world according to Norse mythology. Names like Thor, Odin, Balder, Frigg, Hermod, Loki and Tyr were thrown around, and as my good friend Lucas said, it was like rapid-fire character names. And he's correct, so this episode is for Lucas. Today, we are going to explore some of this smorgasbord of excellence in the Norse pantheon. We shall start with the main man himself, Odin, who we actually met in the first ever episode of What You May Have Missed, back at the beginning of 2021. He was the chap who, along with his brothers Vili and Ve, decided to kill the giant Ymir and use his body parts as the building blocks of the world. Although he is the chief of the Aesir gods, he can often be found wandering far from Asgard, seeking as much knowledge about everything as he can manage. He likes knowing things, and has done some rather weird things in order to obtain it. He gained knowledge by giving up one of his eyes so he could drink from Mimir's well, and then he hanged himself from Yggdrasil, impaled on his own spear for nine days. It was rather miserable, but this ordeal gave him the knowledge of all the mysterious runes. He also had two ravens, Hugin and Mumin, that he would send out every morning, and they would fly around and report back to him with what they had found out. His other pet was an eight-legged horse called Sleipnir, on whom Odin will charge into battle during the events of Ragnarok. He also owned a very fancy bow called Gungnir. It could fire ten arrows at once, and all of them would find their mark. He's giving Legolas a run for his money. Odin had many children with lots of different beings, but the most famous, as you can probably guess, is the Thunderer, Thor. Thor was a big chap, and immensely strong. He's also someone you would not want to annoy, because when he got angry, literal sparks would fly from his hair and beard, and he would create so much heat that he was forbidden from using the Bifrost. He was a mighty man, definitely someone you would want to be your friend, especially when it came to his hammer, Mjolnir. Once... Thor's hammer was stolen by the giant Thrym, who said that he would return it on condition that he be allowed to marry Freya. Of course, Freya didn't want to marry Thrym, as she was already happily married. So Thor dressed himself up in bridal clothing, had Loki dress up as a bridesmaid, and the pair of them went off to Thrym in disguise. The moment Thrym produced the hammer, Thor revealed himself, summoned the hammer, and killed the giant. For a more in-depth story of Thor and Loki, you could check out episode 7 of the second series of this show called Fool Me Once. During Ragnarok, Thor will fight the great Midgard serpent Jormungand and win. But he will also die when a flood of venom pours from the dead snake's mouth. Go and check out the series 4 finale episodes for more on Ragnarok. And talking of Ragnarok, the death of one of Odin's other sons is what sets it all off. Balder was the son of Odin and Frigg, we'll chat about her next, and of all the gods he was the most loved. But one day he had a dream that a great danger was going to befall him, and in response to this 
his mother made everything in the world promise that it would not harm him. However, Loki managed to find one thing that had not made the promise to Frigg. Mistletoe was deemed too young to make the promise, so Loki tricked Balder's blind brother into throwing a branch of mistletoe at Balder, which killed him. So if, over Christmas, you find yourself standing under some mistletoe and are looking for something romantic and interesting to tell the attractive person opposite you, you could tell them about Balder. You never know, it might work. Weirder things have happened. Balder's mother, Frigg, was also a deeply loved goddess, and yet despite this and her role as a leader of the Aesir, there isn't actually that much known about her from surviving sources. What does survive are specifics that are not unique to Frigg, but are aspects that are shared with Freya, a goddess who has her feet in both the Aesir and Vanir camps. Upon the death of Balder, Frigg quested another of her sons, Hermod, with journeying to Helheim in order to attempt to bring Balder back from death. Hel herself told Hermod that the gods could have Balder back, as long as every living thing on the earth wept for him. Despite the best efforts of the gods and the Valkyrie, one being, three guesses who, did not weep for Balder, so Frigg's beloved son was unable to return. And then we have Loki, everybody's favourite trickster god. He's a tricky chap whose parentage is not entirely clear. Some sources say he is the son of Ymir the Giant, while some say he is the son of Farbauti, a different giant. He does, however, have many children. He is the father of Hel, the goddess of the underworld, Jormungand, the serpent that kills Thor, Fenrir, the giant wolf that eats Odin during Ragnarok, and Sleipnir, weirdly, Odin's eight-legged horse. He shows very little concern for his fellows and delights in pranking, hurting and generally upsetting them. For example, he is to blame for Balder's death. He turned himself into a flea one day, crept into Freya's bedroom and stole off with her precious necklace Brisingamon. And during Ragnarok, he sided with the giants and his children against the gods, where he was ultimately killed by Heimdall, who he in turn killed. But he was also quite funny. In one story, a giantess, Skadi, arrives in Asgard, demanding restitution for the death of her father, Tiazi, who the gods had slain. She demanded that the gods make her laugh, and only Loki is able to do so. And he did this in a rather peculiar way. He got a rope and tied one end of it to a goat. He then secured the other end to his... his gentleman parts, and the pair had a tug-of-war competition. Yeah, weird, but hey, it worked. I think it's safe to say that he is possibly one of the most popular figures in Norse mythology, especially in recent years, thanks to a certain Mr. Hiddleston. I'm in danger of continuing on for some time about the Aesir, so I shall stop here, but I'll do a second part at some point and get to the gods we haven't managed to meet yet. But we still have time for On This Day in History, and we start in Scotland, where on this day, in 1542, Princess Mary Stuart succeeded her father, James V, and became Queen Mary I of Scotland at six days old. In 1812, the French invasion of Russia, led by Napoleon Bonaparte, officially ended, with the French having lost over half a million people. And in 1911, 112 years ago today, the Norwegian polar explorer Roald Amundsen and his team became the first people in the world 
to reach the South Pole. And that's your lot for this week. But if you head over to www.talesfromthetrunk.co.uk, you can get a look at this new letter-writing venture that I've set up. And head over to the Tales from the Trunk on Instagram to get a first look at Percy and Engelbert. And I shall be in your ear next week for another episode of What You May Have Missed. Thank you.